Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. with you folks. We are honored that you'd give us this opportunity to come across your airways and share with you. And uh, as always, my co-host Stephanie Wesco is with us. Good morning, Stephanie. How's life out there? Good morning, Doug. Life is doing, you know, with God, life is okay. So life's going okay for the most part. And we're just chugging through each day, trying to um, accomplish what we're supposed to accomplish. Boy, it's a challenge when you got eight kids, homeschooling, ministry. Her sister helps her along in that area, but uh, we're just blessed to have you with us, Stephanie. Also with us, as was the last seven podcasts, uh, uh, is Pastor Tony Miller, and uh, we're just thrilled to have him. How are you, Pastor? Oh, great. We're in, we've just uh, enjoying the Word of God, enjoying our Lord, and we have so many things to be thankful for. Yeah. Uh, you know, recently we talked about fathers and I think we just need to thank the Lord for him being the perfect heavenly father today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that reminder. Uh, we're, so, we're so blessed to have a God uh, that's just. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that was so good to us that a price was paid and it gave us a way to go to heaven to cross that divide. Uh, we have a we have a God like that. When we think of the world that worship these false gods who are trying to work their way to heaven, trying to do things. My next door neighbor's greatest people ever, ever worship animals and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and their vegan diet and things of that nature. And greatest people ever. And I've held them in my arms. I love them. Uh, I'm just so honored that we have a God, as Pastor said. So, uh, you know, here we are with the Norton knuckleheaded moment, and we thank Lynn Norton for this. Uh, Long-term missionary wife, pastor's wife now. Long-term pastor's wife, missionary wife, missionary pastor. But you might be a knucklehead if, Pastor Miller. Uh, You might be a knucklehead if uh, you today do not pursue God and know him as your Savior. Mm. There it is. There it is, my friends. Uh, Pursue God, know him as your Savior. And that would make you a knucklehead. And uh, actually, I messed up. I said I was going to do the knucklehead, so I just messed up Pastor Miller. But oh, I've, there's plenty of... He was ready. Plenty and, uh, of knuckleheads out in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the, wor- the worst... <laughs> the, the worst one is the fool that says there is no God yeah. and uh, does not want to know him. Listen to this, my friends. Listen to this. Yeah. Uh, the fool that says there is no God and there is a God. And he's real, and he wants to save you, and he's made provision for you. Amen. And uh, sent his only son. Oh, oh, what a price! You've been bought with a price, brethren, and that price was a big one. And uh, anyway, food that's right with God is prime rib. I love prime rib; it messes me up. I like it so much. So after filet mignon, my number one beef, my number one meat, comes very closely behind there. <laughs> 
prime rib. I love to bake prime rib. I cook it every Christmas. We have prime rib in this house. And we actually bought it and cooked it out at Stephanie's house one time, and it messed up her kids. Oh, um, man. Man, they were like, Mom, what's the deal with this? First time we've had this. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's food that's right. We had her kids. Pressure to my life for a while. Yeah, I can't wait till Pastor Miller gets to meet your kids here this next month. And, yes. But uh, what we wanted to do this time, we wanted to start. So Stephanie and I wrote a worship song, and I, I wanted to write this worship praise song to praise God. Camp was coming up. We wanted to have a song that we did at all. Uh, all of our workshops, at all of our get-togethers. And, and God really put this on my heart. And here's the good news. Stephanie only changed a few words here. The red pen did not bleed very bad on this song. No, and, this uh, song got through without an hour of editing. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. And so was the song that I love you sing and God meant it for good. That didn't get edited very much either. Uh, but I will say this. There's nobody on this earth that understands trials more than Stephanie Wesco. I promise you that. And, and so when she got that song, her music, it's so beautiful. Uh, and the way she changed some of those words, it's just awesome. So why don't we go ahead and start with that song, Stephanie? We're going to do songs backwards today. We're going to take, take Pastor Miller and get that music out there, what he said. He wished he had done more music. Let's start with that. All right. In the morning when I see your handiwork and majesty, your word moves inside of me and sets me free. When my heart wanders wrong, I find your answers and a song. From the God of eternity, he sets me free. When I see the golden sunrise, his glory shining in my eyes, he's the God of eternity, he sets me free. When my world starts to fall, he's the one who I always call. He's the God of eternity, he sets me free. In the nighttime when I cry, I see the moon shine in the sky. He's the God of eternity, he sets me free. In the end when I go to die, he'll take my hand and guide me through the sky. He's the God of eternity, he sets me free. Up in heaven when I smile, it will be worth every hard-fought mile. He's the God of eternity, who sets me free. Painful tears will then be dried. He'll wipe each one from my eyes. He's the God of eternity who set me free. He's the God of eternity who will set you free. Amen. 
What a beautiful hymn. Thank you for sharing that, Stephanie. I think you did a great job. Yes. It's just wonderful. And we find ourselves today in Psalm 113, and it talks a lot about this. And, you know, it's funny, as we write songs, you know, songwriters, pastor calls me a poet. Uh, pastor Miller, he asked me if I was a musician. I said, no. So he said, <laughs> He's then a you're poet. a poet, right? I said, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, when you write a song like that, you draw off of things. And you, when you write a Christian song, you draw off of God's word. Yeah. And... Uh, just thinking about what God does for us. But, you know, when we get to heaven, just a completed life, the promise is there. We pass from death unto life, friends. If we can't praise a God who does that for us, what, who can we praise? Mm-hmm. Where do we give praise? Yeah. I mean, I, I like Tom Brady as much as the next guy, but Tom Brady's not bringing anyone to heaven with him yeah, and, that's uh, right. and things like that. You know, folks, it's not about sports stars. It's, not, it's about the God of eternity mm-hmm. that sets you free. I love that last verse. We put the word in there, set me free. All right, so here we are in Psalm number 113. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and evermore, from rising of the sun unto the going down of the same of the Lord's name to be praised. The Lord is nigh, high above all nations, in the glory above the heavens who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and liveth, oh, I got to see that word, lifteth the needy out of the dunghill. So I got to be up front with you folks. I was telling someone earlier, I need, I need the glasses that zero in the magnifying ones, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people, He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise Mm. ye the Lord. Boy, if there's no one we can praise, it's the Lord. And pastor, what are you thinking? We just went through there. It's talking about what God does for us. Who can be like this? I mean, what's coming to your mind? Well, the word praise just jumps out over and over on this chapter. And, uh, we want to bless his name. God's name represents his attributes, his actions, as well as his authority. And so he says, we want to bless him because he, in the previous chapter, we saw how many blessings we had gotten from him. We need to bless him for that. But really the thing centers around the fact of the transcendence of God and the condescending God. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, I'm stumbling because I'm tired this morning, but that's all right. Uh, The fact that God is high above all the nations. God is not, like pantheism says, uh, his creation. He's apart from all of his creation, far above the heavens, but far above sinners and holy. But he also condescends to us humble sinners. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, he is a transcendent God, but then he steps out of heaven with his sons. And his son takes on the form of a servant and made in the likeness of men. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wow. Yeah. And so God steps out of heaven and becomes a human in Jesus Christ, pays for our sins. And you talk about serving as a servant, serving us sinners that deserve hell so that we could have heaven. And I just want to say, if you... Haven't done what I did when I was 10 and a half years of age. You need to receive Christ. I knew at that age 
through the preaching of God's word, I deserved hell. But then he showed me out of the word of God that I have a savior that deserved heaven for me. And I received him at 10 and a half years of age. And so the issue, he says, not only does he condescend, he condescends to us when we're in material need, but also maternal needs. Mm. That He says a mother that's barren. And today, so many women think it, they don't want it children. Let me tell you, children are a blessing. They are. They are. Yeah. And Stephanie has got a quiver full of them. She does. And she's doubly blessed. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's what God does, doesn't he? He takes the barren woman and makes her a keeper of house and a joyful mother. Yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, as you were going along, Pastor, just getting back to this idea of praising and and things like that. You you were just making the point that uh, he praises the, the even the women. The maternal side of it is uh, God even takes care of the housewife. He blesses them. Blesses them. Yeah, yeah the children. Wow. And uh, we're talking about Stephanie having a full quiver. Yes, yes. Stephanie has a full quiver, and I'm yeah. sure day she feels like uh, this is not a blessing. It's a burden. But uh, she as she gets them reared. Yeah. Then she's going to see more and more fruit out of their lives. Oh, and they're great kids. I mean, she's got the bookends. So the bookends, the youngest and the oldest are a little bit of a challenge for her, Mm -hmm. but they're good people. They're great kids. They're smart. Uh, The youngest one is a princess. Yeah, I got to be up front with you. You'll meet her. Well, uh, unless unless she's feeling like being the queen, then she'll inform you she's not the princess. She's the queen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She she got a hold of me and left me a, a... Uh, She left me a Marco Polo message that she likes everything unicorns, and her birthday's coming up June 23rd. Oh, wow. It was mortifying. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So anyway, this is what I want to say. I I think that uh, everything Pastor said, of course, is right on. You know, there's so many blessings in having a God that loves us so much that he does these things for us. And, uh, you know, I was looking at this, and I was going on, you know, we got to remember a couple things. And uh, God's name is the greatest name. There's no name above God's name. We mm-hmm. see that there in Psalms. We see that God's throne is the highest throne. There's no throne above God, no matter yeah. what man wants you to think about. God's love is the kindest love. He's the love that gives the barren children, that lets mm-hmm. uh, uh, the ladies keep house with their kids there. And and uh, we got to remember how kind he is, how loving he is, how wonderful he is. But at the same time, he's the omnipotent God, the all-powerful one. He's the omniscient, the all-knowing. I looked him up one time. I thought there were only three or four that I knew by habit. I looked up his characteristics one time, brother. There were 212 (laughs) when I was going to the seminary. The attributes. Oh, the attributes of God. I mean, they're there. There's no devil. There's no one on earth. There's no potentate. There's no pope that even has one. Uh, Only God. Only God can ascribe to those attributes. Only God has those names sent to him. So who's going to bless us? Who's going to take us from the rising of the sun unto the going down of the... That's the Lord who's all-powerful. Who's going to know that when our hearts are hurting and when we're backwards? That's the omniscient God. Who's going to help us through these things? And who's going to be like him? Who raiseth up the poor of the dust and lifteth up the needy out of the dunghill? Only God. Uh, that he may set with his princes. And I'm, I'm thinking, Stephanie, as I'm going through this, I came back to you and I'm thinking that, uh, speaking of women, how many women do you know, Stephanie, who are somewhat bearing right now? How many How many women would you say right in your small circle? Wow. 
um, quite a few actually. Yeah. And, uh, so folks, if, if God blessed you with a child, even, you know, what a wonderful blessing that is. But if he, if he hasn't, that's all right too. God may have a different mission for you. God may want you to adopt or care. It doesn't matter, but this is what I know about God. What he gives us what he gives us is what he expects us to work with. Well, he uses what he doesn't give us. I think of this one on pro- poverty. Yeah. My dad was a farmer in Texas in five years of drought. He put more seed into the ground than he harvested out of it from five years as mm. a farmer. Mm. And But, you know, what happened through that, my dad was trying to live an independent life of God. And at the fourth year or so, a neighbor that was a Christian invited us to church, and that's where my dad went and mm-hmm. got saved. Wow. God used that poverty and not making crops to bring my dad to receive Christ as his Savior. Wow. My mom and dad were baptized in that church. My three older brothers came and professed Christ. And I'm going to my dad, uh, well, my oldest brother's funeral memorial this next week. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but I, when I ask him, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I asked him, "Just have you received Christ? He said, back in Texas. Oh. Age, back 13 years of age is when he would have. God used that poverty to draw us. The trouble brought us as a family mm-hmm. into contact with God. Yeah, and, and you know, we were, we were dirt broke. We were not farmers, but we were really poor. Our dad had deserted us. My mom finally got to the place where she was working two jobs, working at two different mills, and and I have to tell you that uh, I believe those times were some of the best times of our life. We didn't find God. It, it took, uh, uh, I'll tell you, the Lord The Lord was always there. He wasn't lost. We didn't have to find him. But we didn't, as a family, seek him. But I'll never forget when I got saved, uh, members of our family just started getting saved. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just accepting the Lord. He's so merciful. He's so great. And uh, so Stephanie's last child, Emmeline Hope Wesco, the princess, received Christ as her Savior, I think, two months ago, right, Stephanie? Um, last month. Last month. And uh, she's telling everybody about it. And let me tell you this, friends. It's never too early to start sharing the gospel with your children. It's never too early to start talking about the things of the Lord and how they can know for sure they're saved. And, and don't hold them to it. You know, both of my kids, uh, my son Doug, when he was 16 years old, came and knocked on my door one night and said, Dad, I don't think I'm saved. I know I prayed at four years old, but I don't think I'm saved. And that was good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. we just got to turn things on and get that right. And Daniel, uh, when he was 14 years old, did the same thing. Said, Dad, I, I know I prayed at that. And then other folks, you know, they get saved. Stephanie, I think, was saved at one and a half or something. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh she, she was four. I'm sorry to pick on you. But listen, folks, here's the important it's thing. The fact that I prayed yeah, I prayed again and got assurance when I was 10. Oh, there you go. And yeah. uh, I'm always picking on Stephanie. I don't mean to. But, folks, as we wrap up this 353rd <laughs> podcast, remember the blessings. Remember to praise God for those blessings. Remember that even in the poorness, the paupers, even in the bearingness, that God can take from that and give you eternity in heaven. Yeah. And that just blows my mind. And remember, folks, God's got something for all of us to do. We sure do love you. If there's something we can do for you, look us up on Helpful Wounded Spirits. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.